Am I working? I am. I am. Am I eating mushrooms? I, I am. am. I, I am. am. <laughs> I'm ready. Delicious. Nutritious. That's got to be good for you. It comes from Mother Earth. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of THC True Hollywood Crime. I'm your host, Mariah. This is your host, Bailey. And this is our <laughs> third anniversary, bitches. Third anniversary. Crazy. Life has flown by. Neither of our years. husbands believe it. Because my husband was like, no way. And your husband just now was like, wait, what? Oh, yeah. Because COVID doesn't count. So. Yep. But that's when we started it was 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, it has been three really fun years i have a lot of fun stuff planned for this episode it mm. is stacked mm. we are starting it off with some fun guy because we're some fun guys hey punny we haven't eaten <laughs> mushrooms in a while on the show right so there we go yeah I thought we got that going and mm-hmm. i got us a nice little bottle of what was it? prosecco rose prosecco rose it's like a fancy little bottle mm-hmm. with an actual pop top so let's see if i spill guys all right let's do let's it let's do it let's let's pop and cheers let's pop to our third year anniversary so i guess does this mean that we're going into season four? <gasps> oh, that's a fun way to look at it <laughs> hey look at that not one happy anniversary y'all all right do you want to start off by talking about your birthday or do you want to start off with your birthday present let's start i'll talk about my birthday and then we'll do presents because you know i got anniversary presents oh my goodness okay so first let's cheers hey happy anniversary babe love you i'm lucky i do have the one soul survivor the THC bitch cup. Yeah, if anyone remembers from year one, you mm-hmm. got us that, what, for Christmas? Mm-hmm. You got us, like... Um, bitch and cunt. Yeah, customized THC glasses. One broke in my dishwasher. Mm-hmm. And I was just talking about how I need to go shopping for more wine glasses in general. So maybe, you know, we'll have to... See, maybe this Christmas will be my turn. This I'll try to think Christmas. of some wine glasses for us. Okay. Um, anywho's, it's... Our anniversary, which means it's also my birthday. We're recording this on the first. My birthday was the 29th, and it was great. My Tell mom, me about your gay fucking tattoo, bitch. My gay tattoo. So, first of all, my mom has the kids for the whole week. So, shout out to my mom. So, my husband and I have just been hanging out. It's the best. Eating whatever we want. Literally, when we don't have our kids. Salami and cheese, man. Yeah, and also, we just like to do nothing. Yeah. We like to sit around the house and it's, just hang out. But yeah, we went air quote grocery shopping for us and we were shopping like assholes. It was yeah. like literally like salami, cream cheese, skinny pop popcorn, One more wine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Forget it. We looked ridiculous. Um, And then we went out to dinner and that was great. It was a real casual dinner, which is perfect because as you and I predicted last episode... It is now 110 degrees where we bring live. That up. Yeah, we manifested it. Last episode, we're like, next, this and time, the, next episode. By the time our anniversaries. It's so fucking hot. So, yeah, too hot to do anything too fancy. I got in my car today at five o'clock to go get gas. Yeah. And inside temperature was 120. Oh, my God. Yes. So it is fucking hot. Um, but we did dinner and then I went and got a tattoo. Did you know going into dinner that you were going to stop and get a tattoo no. or was it at, at like, Hey, at dinner, like, Hey, let's No, we by. were literally leaving dinner and I'm yeah. like, let's go get a birthday tattoo. Yeah. 
And Lou said, great. And there was only one place in town still open. And it was only like, I think it was like 730 or no, it was like eight o'clock. Summer break. Mm -hmm. I know. I'm like, okay. But it was a cute little shop downtown. And And did you already have the idea in your head? Okay. I knew that this would be my next one because this is the last small tattoo I can think of. Yeah. Except for maybe one for the Hunger Games. I might get the Mockingjay symbol like on my ankle or something. Um, Most of my tattoos, because you guys don't see my tattoos. Upper body. Are not just upper body, but they're almost all literary tattoos, Mm -hmm. except for like a couple. Anywho, so I was thinking about getting the Mockingjay, but this is the last small tattoo. And then everything else I want is really big. And it's hard to book big pieces nowadays. I'm used to like walking in or making an appointment and like talking it out with the person but i'm not used to like the wait lists and the emails and the this and the that and i'm not saying it's a bad thing i'm just saying i'm not used to it so i gotta like suss that out for sure because the tattoo artist who did all the tattoos on my arms gone he just left yeah so i don't know who to go to now for sure anyways Mm -hmm. yeah because i got lucky with mine and then the second I got mine, he blew the fuck up. And now it's nothing but wait lists and emails. And also, a lot of tattoo artists don't do really do color anymore. Hmm. And I don't need a ton of color in my big pieces, but there's certain things. Yeah. Like, one of the big pieces I want is, like, the Golden yep. Gate Bridge with, like, California wildflowers. I'm like, it doesn't have to be full color, but it's got to have. you got to have a poppy yellow in there. Yeah, and if you don't put make the Golden Gate golden, then it right. could be any fucking bridge. Any bridge. <laughs> for real. Mm-hmm. Anywho's, I got... For our true fans out there who lis- was listening during my gay Harry Potter fan fiction phase, I got the Marauders symbols, except for Peter Pettigrew, because fuck that guy. Fuck you, Peter. But it's just an outline, and it's of a dog paw for Sirius, and a moon for Remus Lupin, and a stag head for my favorite character, which is James Potter. And the moon, although you would think... Oh, like a werewolf and Mooney. It should be a full moon. However, this was a way I have like a like a lighter burn from when I was a when we were teenagers. Yeah. And even though I'm not friends with any of the people who I did that with drunk at a park at 2 a.m., it's still good memories. So I wanted to put the crescent moon on the same spot as like the lighter scar. So that way there's still something there for sure. It's like reminiscent. Cute. So there you go. That's it. Birthday tattoos. Did Lou get anything? No, he's going to go in next, and I don't know what his deal is. He, Him and I have always been a no tattoos for each other, hard packed. He's like, I think I'm going to go get like an M on my wedding ring finger. I'm like, why? <laughs> why would you do that? Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. He just he feels the, the want. Yeah, he's got the desire. I think it's because, one, I'm, I'm whispering like he can hear us. I think it's because... Um, there's like another baseball coach who he kind of like, like I think he thinks he's cool oh. and he got his wife's initial tattoo. Mm. And so I, I don't know uh, that I might just be guessing, okay. but I think that might have something to do with it. Oh. Yeah. Oh my God. Anyways. All right. You want to Prezi? Yes. By the way, this Prosecco is delicious. It is. It's a good one. It's light. It's, it doesn't have too much of like a taste. Yeah. Nice and dry, which is, what I'm always looking for. I don't like sweet wines. Okay. Do you want the big bag or the little bag? Holy shit. I don't know. You tell me. what. Give them to me in whatever order you think is best. 
Why is there more than one? Oh, I already know what this is going to be. But do you? I don't know, but you're handing me a bottle and a BevMo bag. Uh-huh, but what do you think it is? I think it's going to be Kinky Pinky. Right. Okay, what is it really? New kind. Ooh, fruit punch kinky. Read those notes, bitch. Tell me those flavors. A juicy fusion of cherry, pineapple, and orange. Tell me that doesn't sound fucking oh, delicious. Oh, sounds so great. And how pretty is the bottle? It's gorgeous. got flamingos and tropical print on it. So listen to this. When I go to Mo to pick it up, BevMo, and I can't find it. Yeah. And the guy's like, oh, I got you. It's right here. Yeah. Like, he knew exactly where it was. Yeah. And so I go up, and he rings me up, and he's like, dude, this shit's fucking delicious. Ooh. And I'm like, oh, you've tried Kinky Pink? And he's like, oh, I fucking love Kinky Pink. Yes. And he's like, have you tried the blue? And I'm like, do you carry the blue? And he's <laughs> like, no. <laughs> You're like, I don't know. The pink puts us out. The blue might kill us. Right? And he's like, yeah, he's down with the blue, apparently. But he was excited for me to get this. It says, crafted with supreme Oh, sorry. Crafted with super premium vodka distilled five times. Enjoy kinky fruit punch on its own or shake things up with rum, vodka or sparkling wine. So I think that was why I couldn't find it. I was looking in like the liqueurs. Yeah. And it was with the vodka. Vodkas. Mm -hmm. No matter how you get kinky, make a splash. It's so good. It's naughty. Thanks, B. Can't wait to do this. I know. And I saw a course on our on our tickety talkity. Um tonight there was one and she oh have you ever seen the ones and it's a bay area liquor store thing but it's um like san francisco and oakland if you go into liquor stores you can get the like bags of drinks and yeah. a cup of ice yeah. and then it's like you mix it all together for sure girl they had one with a bottle of tequila a bottle of kinky pink a bottle of simply um like I think strawberry lemonade It's gonna black you out And then like some little I think it was like glitter Like edible glitter Just to make it Because it's called like Batty or something oh Bougie batty or something Is what they call Incredible. it Incredible But I was like Oh my god We never thought about Mixing kinky pink with tequila Or with glitter <laughs> Did you draw this? No Violet made it for you <laughs> Okay Oh something slid out Ooh, taco sauce. Not any taco sauce. It's Taco Bell mild sauce. And what's it say? Mm-hmm. Violet saved it for you from her dinner. Aw, Violetta. Wow, look at all this great stuff. It's Patrick and Skulls. Is that me or Violet? That's the Queen of Hearts. Perfect. Yeah. She Love was going it. with like a, a dark theme. I see that. Yeah. I get it. I like that Patrick's riding a broom like a witch. Yeah, for sure. I don't know what this thing on the bottom is. There is supposed to be a black heart and a black cat. I see that. Yeah. I don't see. The cat kind of looks like an octopus. Yes. Yeah. And it's also not black. It's red and blue. Well, <laughs> like she really got artistic. With I know. It. I love it. I'll save it forever. Yeah. So that's from your little niece. You get a card and a bestie taco sauce. I love it. The only thing is, is that it's mild and not hot. But well, she her. likes the mild. I know. Like, That's she'll why I said suck I the packet. Forgive her. Mm -hmm. It's her favorite. Oh, shut <laughs> up! <laughs> I love you so well. Not you, go letting me go on and on about needing wine glasses. Can you read it? It's pretty dark in here. Yes, lifetime is my alibi. Lifetime. It's a lifetime original. <laughs> It's a fucking lifetime original. And it's got nice, like, bottom 17 to it. ounces, yes. bitch. 17 that ounces. Is a, of course, Lifetime's going to give you 
the great They're wine not glass. fucking around. It's a wine glass that you can drink your wine in or throw at somebody yes. when you're in a dramatic fit. And there's another one in there. So it's a bestie pair. Oh, my God. And I think that's the only thing. It's just a lot of padding since I had to ride my bike. I remember last year I was so desperate to like find something monk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, I was like, well, I know that doesn't exist. And then I just I put it out there lifetime and they've actually got a few to choose from. Mm-hmm. I think I told you there is a podcast out there where watching lifetime movies is their podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, what a genius idea. Right. So they've got like Christmas themed glasses and like funny little lifetimey puns and like one was about red wine specifically that yeah. was a little bit more murderous oh but i'm like yeah we don't drink but we don't drink red wine Mm-mm. so i had to go with this one okay you ready for your anniversary present yeah this too it might be too dark in here for you to truly see and appreciate but okay, okay. this one's yours oh. of course we got matching and oh. you're gonna have to once you pull it out you're gonna have to really look hard at it okay oh gosh i'm blind Oh, man. I'm looking at it itself. Yeah. yeah. Look at it. Look all around. There's stuff. Yes. So it's a bracelet. Yours is sterling silver. Mine is rose gold. But it says true Hollywood crime. And then the other side says established 2020. So cute. But it's really small. And I like it because it's really minimal. So this way, like. I just got Hollywood. Yeah. Yep. We can like wear merch without Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like wearing merch you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it's understated i love it i'm putting mine on right now so cute and i got you i got you silver because it would match like your wedding set and stuff yeah and a lot of my horror uh jewelry and whatnot oh i literally thought about that yeah it's all silver how cute are we? Little bangle. We got bangles. We got glasses. Oh, my God. We got what a kinky. Time. <laughs> and we got some shout outs to do because we got some favorite moments. I have mine, too. I got mine, too. Okay. But you asked the fans. Oh, no. I can't wait for theirs. Theirs are the only ones that matter. They have come through. Fuck yeah, guys. Thanks. First of all, a lot of people had said and have been saying just in general on Instagram, not just this post, but on Instagram, that they just love the content in general. If you've ever DM'd me and just told me that you loved it and that you like our podcast, we really appreciate it. It's so crazy. Again, we can't believe that anybody would ever listen to us. Our husbands cannot believe that anybody would listen to us. So the fact that anybody's listening, I mean, absolutely incredible. All right. So I said I would grab the first few that I got on Instagram and in my DMs. And that's what I pulled. You ready? My underscore uh's favorite moment was your cocaine bear outfit. <laughs> Mandy O'Shaughnessy. Mm-hmm. Who she's really cool. She's like the amateur female wrestler. Yes. She's a badass. Uh-huh. Love her. She... Really likes our perfume reviews. Yay. We inspired her to buy um, Crystal 23, Alt Crystal 23. She loves it. See, it's funny because I wanted to get us a perfume just to kind of tie in all yeah. of our shit. And you had mentioned Clinique Happy recently. And Alta said they had a Clinique sample pack. But it's only fucking available online. Oh, yeah. I drove all the way over there for nothing. 
She also likes our relatable 39-year-old content. It's rough, man. <laughs> Kool-Aid Sweet really liked you <laughs> this you having to power watch whatever that was that the Lonely Hearts Club movie? Hmm? Remember? Okay, so she liked it when you had to like watch that movie three hours before oh fuck when i watched the wrong movie yeah yeah and, and it, you had to watch oh the my, right one with salma hayek yes and jared leto yes yeah it was lonely the lonely hearts, hearts killer yeah 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 and uh she just said that she and our husbands were so that's drunk. what she said she said that you had to watch it three hours before recording dealing with drunk husbands and kids running around that oh i blocked that shit out thanks <laughs> That's more of a, m- a nightmare than a memory for me. Well, she enjoyed it. Because I'd only do it for you guys. That's right. The so commitment. you're welcome. Ulides really likes your story of being escorted out of a bar in Ireland. Which one? But yeah. <laughs> the one, it was on our Patty's Day episode, and it's when you were like, the I don't know really what wanted, I was doing, mm-hmm, but really I had to go. She to kick my ass. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Steph Carr, 2001, says anytime, I know, anytime we Ew. have to drink. She would. KK. Hold on. <laughs> Kayla K. Okay. Um, said it was like one of the, the recent one where we were both losing it at like how bad that movie Baby Blues was. Oh <laughs> I told you when I was listening to it in the car. And I could register it in your voice yeah. that you were like, it was starting like <laughs> tears, actual tears. Uh, poison apple paint says bees sus pineapple look for the John Bonet Ramsey. See, look that was such a hard look to really narrow <laughs> it's so down. So funny though. And then it made me go back and look at it. And yeah, your facial expression <laughs> as the pineapples. So funny. Reminds me, it's very SpongeBob. And then my personal ones were what an absolute lunatic John Dupont was. Uh huh. Makes me laugh a lot all the time. Uh, and then uh, when Mimosa brought the rat in. Yes, I, that's one of my <laughs> moments. Yes. Uh huh. So those are some favorite moments from fans and for me. What do you got, B? Okay, so I want to give a shout out to Ezra Miller. <laughs> Yes, because he's really turned it around this last year. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he was the butt of many of our pod jokes for the better half of 2022. Have you seen him on the red carpet for The he Flash? Won't talk to anybody. He, I don't think he's allowed to. No. And he has a handler. Yeah. He's got an old lady physically <laughs> moving him down the carpet. So shout out to you, Ezra, for getting it together. Um, My favorite mistake like gone well uh-huh. was conjuring Christmas. Yeah. How we lost the episode. Yeah. And because of it, we were able to turn it around and turn it into our whole Christmas theme and Love fucking it. knocked that shit out. That's right. They were the, uh, who are they? The, the, the Warrens. Warrens. Mm-hmm. They weren't happy that we were going out of order. No. So I, that was a great. And then I love our, our bestie couples moments. Um, so when you were my blood brother. Yeah. And yeah. when I photo bombed you for the Mothman. Yep. Uh huh. So funny. And then um, our addition to the rules, how if they can find the title. Yeah. In the episode. That's good. Yeah. Oh, and I forgot to write it down, but also I don't know what episode it is, but it's the one where we had like three monks. Remember? Oh, and we uh, were. M is for monk. We were freaking, freaking out. Like, oh, how could this happen? <laughs> yes. 
Wow. I mean, really, anytime there's a muck, it's a reason I know, to but celebrate. that was. I was extreme. Dude, the next time, and it's going to have to happen eventually, someday, and Tony Shalhoub will appear again, and we're going to fucking cry. What do you think he's going to do? Like, would it be no, a new but I TV mean, one show? day we're going to like stumble upon a movie yeah. that he'll just be in. Yeah. That's, oh, and we'll be like, wait. oh my God. I can't fucking wait. All right. Well, speaking of perfume reviews, let's do one. Yay! Mandy, this is for you, girl. Thank you. So, Caitlin at my work, she's my coworker, has been, smells so good lately. Mm-hmm. Like, so good. She'll walk in the room and I'll be like, what the fuck? Why and hasn't she done so an good? alt? before no No? i don't know what she does but i know what she does now that she's been smelling so good she's been wearing this and it's the versace crystal noir Mm. first of all nine dollars for this sample on amazon and look at the quality of product you get for nine that's a dollars sexy like just the box alone. it's like an exact miniature replica yeah. of the perfume it's not in a so weird vial where you have it's like this little drug thing it's actually gonna like no it doesn't have a squirt oh okay but it does have like i'll show you yeah does it look like we're gonna snort cocaine out of it <laughs> yeah oh my gosh adorable isn't that so cute yes really good quality like something you'd actually put out yeah okay all right what are the notes what's it supposed to smell like wow what a great question please pause okay Mm -hmm. because you know how much we love to get mad at it Mm -hmm. i know i should have been ready they come up with all these fucking bullshit chocolate and wood gourmands (laughs) and i will say it's one of those things where is it this good or does it smell this good on Caitlyn. Yes. Because sometimes it's just the way... A person smells. Yeah. Is it unisex? Because noir... I don't know, okay. but it says uh, the top notes of Versace Crystal Noir are lively. A combo of cardamom, okay. pepper, and ginger. Mm-hmm. You are mostly likely to smell these as soon as you spray it on. Once it dries down a bit, you're greeted with a floral chaser. The smell of gardenia, peony, and orange blossom. Huh. What a weird combination. All right. Cracker open, B. But yeah, it is a pour out, so careful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really... I get the ginger. Mm-hmm. I don't get the cardamom or the pepper. I get the ginger and some some, some floral and some orange. Yeah. So it's not far off. What I will say is... Oh, I do think it smells lovely. Oh, um, it does, for sure. One it's thing, really nice. One thing I like about it, and this might be off-putting to some people, is that it smells like perfume does that make sense yes i like it when my perfume you're like oh that's perfume yeah 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 i don't know how to else to describe that smell yes but um it's not like an elixir it's not a body spray right you're like oh that's a perfume yeah um Mm -hmm. also when you're first kind of smelling like this it might smell a little mature however when whenever she's wearing it out and about Uh and you're kind of just like wearing it to me it smells very clean like really like almost like really really good smelling clean laundry really yeah okay like like clean laundry with the best smelling detergent you've ever smelled see no because i'm getting like dark lounge like with people smoking cigars yeah i don't know and it could just be the way that it smells when she's wearing it Mm -hmm. but it smells like 
you know when someone has really good smelling clean hair yeah it kind of smells like that mm-hmm. like because some conditioners like can not have like fresh a it doesn't yeah. smell like the fresh Mm-mm. linen scent it smells like really good smelling clothes really good smelling hair i yeah. don't know yeah it, it's a vibe so i will say smelling it on my skin like putting my nose to my skin it's much more of a mature smell yeah but when i put my wrist down and the fan catches it and it wafts yeah back up it's mm-hmm. it's much lighter it is yes. much more breezier but yeah no it's it's very nice it for me it would be like a date night smell i don't know yeah. that i would wear this to work every day right fair mm-hmm. but caitlin doesn't she smells fucking i was gonna awesome. say now i'm gonna smell caitlin mm-hmm. like, hey, caitlin. come here let, <laughs> let me, me get, smell you let me get a whiff. Yeah, that's right Okay, so there's well, we're your... just fucking knocking it out, man. We are, and um, I mean, I feel like that was a more successful per- perfume One of our, than we've had we, in a while, in a long time. Yeah. These, I smell the notes. Yeah, I smell the notes, and again, it smells like perfume. Yes, like it. Mm-hmm. How much is the actual bottle of perfume? I think it's in the low hundreds, like a okay. hundred and some change. Sure. For a Versace? Yeah, for a Versace, mm-hmm. like, full-size perfume, mm-hmm. it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. All right, let's pause and get some ice. Now are we recording? <sighs> now we're recording. I was talking to nobody. <laughs> I'm so excited. We've been having so much fun. Besides the mushrooms, I haven't even gotten high yet. Like, I know, smoked well, real weed. I mean, you did smoke weed before we started. Oh, always, but come on. Mm-hmm. Did you eat another mushroom? <laughs> <laughs> all righty well that's so that was just anniversary business we still have still regular have, show shit to I talk know, about i still have news yeah i have reviews me too and then yeah this is gonna be a great fucking episode i can't wait well why don't you kick us off with reviews because okay. i got some reviews too but i'll hear your reviews first okay. i think i don't know one of these last episodes i was praising the internet for them being so creative and teaching me so many things well this week i fucking hate the internet okay they steered me wrong twice oh there is a new well i don't know if it's new but it just dropped to netflix like on the 28th right the day before your birthday called run rabbit run okay and it's got sarah snook from succession Okay. Right, which everyone's been hyping up for you. So I'm like, all right. I, and I still can't get through it. Okay, perfect. I've now watched two episodes and I You're don't like, want to watch episode three. My heart was beating so fast. Viewers left terrified by creepy new horror movie. They run, need, rabbit, run. You should already know that you're going to hate it. Oh, I know. I know. But I tried. <sighs> Without spoiling it, I mean, you figure it out pretty quickly what's yeah. happening. And then for whatever reason, they throw in a white rabbit and name a child Alice. Just for fun. Right? Just for kicks. Yeah. I'm like, okay, because that's fucking necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only thing that I took away from it is the little girl wears like a rabbit mask. And I was like, I really want to watch Darnie, Donnie Darko. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, oh, that's what I should be doing with my time is watching that instead right. of this piece of shit. Or even like Pet Cemetery. Don't yeah, they right. wear weird animal masks in Pet Cemetery? No, but either way, it would still be a better use of I my time. I think in the new one they do. Maybe. I think the kids Maybe are super culty and they wear like masks. Ritualistic-y. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of culty and ritualistic I also watched, I finally fucking got my way through it. Hereditary? Yeah. People hype this fucking... They said it's the best horror movie ever Of all made. time. 
everywhere I look on the internet, it and is being And the lady ranked. who stars in it is one of my favorite actresses. I love actresses. Tony Collette. Yeah, Tony Collette. And she's fucking awesome in the movie. Two and a half hours of sadness and anxiety for maybe 20 minutes of... Oh. Actual scare. Some not even scare, but just like some decent like uh yeah. <laughs> you're like fuck. And yeah. it's all Tony Collette. Yeah. Just being fucking off the walls. But yeah, awful. Okay. Waste of my time. I'm glad I've never watched it. Yeah. No, I had tried to watch it twice previously and couldn't get through the first twenty minutes. But everywhere on the internet, they're like top ten, number one best movie blah 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 yeah well they said the same thing about that movie the witch and it was a waste of fucking time so that's what i'm saying they they let me down twice the only other one i want to try now though because i'll take your word for that and i'll just write it off never do it nope but parasite okay and it's japanese i think it's japanese if it's not japanese it's korean well that's just it and there's like ones from spain but it's a lot of found footage and shit and it's like that just ain't my vibe what parasite just a lot of those foreign films that are oh, like ranked as being Parasite, super. It, but people say it's like the scariest movie ever. Okay. I don't know. We'll find it. We'll try it. But the other two, forget about it. Okay. Um, Another sleeper. Nick had us watch a new Ben Affleck movie. Hypnotic. Oh. Put us both right to fucking it sleep. hypnotized you right, right to, to sleep. Right to fucking sleep. <laughs> right to sleep. All right. But I do have one good note. Hmm. Um, we watched, well, we started to watch this Canadian comedy, The Lake. Okay. It's on Amazon Prime. And we've watched two episodes. The writing is so fucking well done. Mm-hmm. So I don't recognize anyone in the show except for Julia Stiles. Okay, Julia. And I don't like her. But I like her in the show because she's an asshole. <laughs> she does a good job of it. She does a good asshole. She's an asshole in 10 Things I Hate About You. Yeah. She's an asshole in um, everything. my favorite movie. Remember what a cunt she was in Silver her, Linings Playbook? Just her face looks like an asshole. Yeah. No. So, but she plays it great and it's a really weird family dynamic and it's on a fucking lake yeah. during the summer. What more do you need? So that's the one positive I have. Looking okay. for and it's a quickie. It's like a, a shorty. So our sleeper hit that I think you and Nick would l- really like if you haven't watched it already. Okay. Bullet Train. Never even heard of it. O M G. It's one of the ones that has a stacked cast, but it works. Mmm. That's risky. Every single person in there does a great job. And they're all famous actors okay. and they're all incredible. How old is it? I think only like a year or two. Okay. It's based off a Japanese book and uh, Brad Pitt is the star. Amazing. But again, all star cast. And basically it's hard to describe because the storyline kind of it all comes together. Right. But he's he's basically hired to like do a they call it like a snatch and grab. So like a like a mild robbery on a bullet train in Japan. Right. The high speed trains and then you come to find out oh well these guys are here they're assassins what are they doing here oh this girl's here everybody has their own agenda and you come to find out why all of these like high power (laughs) criminals are on the same train together and they all have oh yeah this is sounding familiar they all have different (coughs) motives and they all have different goals and so they all like 
fight it out on this fucking train. Okay. It's great. The action's nice and violent. Sometimes with just like any action movie, Cheesy, it gets a little crazy. We're like, yeah. okay. But, but that's fun. It's nice and violent. Mm-hmm. It shows everything B. And so I would say um, it is like if Kill Bill um, like had a baby with a... I would say it's like if um, Quentin Guy, Tarantino and Guy Ritchie got together. Yeah, yeah, but more specifically, the Kill Bill, yeah. Quentin Tarantino, <laughs> and Guy Ritchie had a Guy Ritchie movie had a baby. Mm-hmm. Great movie. Cool. We were really impressed by it. I love it. And then we power watched season two of The Bear. And I haven't even watched season one, which you've recommended. So it's definitely like high on the list. Yes. And they're quick episodes. Oh, good. See, they're, I think I've been putting it off because I know it's a little bit. No, like, they're like 30 minutes. Oh, awesome. Okay. Yeah. Um, because I think it's, I know it is a Hulu show, but no, they're only 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, season two. Great. Mm-hmm. And there is a Christmas episode that is an hour long. Okay. But Jamie Lee Curtis plays Ooh. his mom. And his older brother is um, the guy that we love so much, the Punisher. What's his name? John Bernath. Or- yeah. Yeah. That's his older brother. Amaze. Um, and then there's a cut like Maddie Madison is in there. There's a couple other people that you know. But and then obviously it's starring Lip from Shameless. Right. right? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's basically playing Lip mm-hmm. if Lip became a, a five star chef. A chef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks like fucking Lip. It, yeah. He plays exactly like Lip. He's like a like a fucked up genius. Um, however, season two is great. Highly recommend the Christmas episode. The acting in it and the writing in it's great. It is an anxiety attack from the first second through the very till the credits roll. You are anxious okay. and especially you and me. Yeah. You're going to need a, like a paper hate, bra- a, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bag yeah. to breathe in. I don't need to go into it's, it the worst but that just means that they did a good job of course and every time that like you think in a reasonable show the writing would have led up you're like okay and now we're gonna have our happy ending they're like no no fuck you now it's gonna get worse and amazing you're like, no, please i can't take anymore good for them they would take it there i love that uh i respect that yep and so let's see bullet train the bear done 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 and our very I don't know what this means. Oh, okay. And then my last review is going to ruffle some feathers. Dun, dun, dun. It is a controversial opinion time. Are we going to fight? No, you don't give a fuck okay. at all. <laughs> but the fans might want to fight me. <laughs> I tried, y'all. I have had TikTok nagging me for two years now. I have had clients begging me to read this book series. I finally tried to start it this week. I finally started a court of thorns and roses and i fucking hate it oh my gosh i don't know what the hype's it's about not even that you don't like it it's enough for you to hate it i can't read it yeah i can't read it yeah so it starts off very hunger games and then we switch to like beauty and the beast but with fairies and it's just written so dumbly it's like it's like a child wrote it yeah i mean it's like simplistic writing Mm -hmm. and i don't understand what people are connecting with it's an easy read but it's easier than an easy read yeah it's like beyond an easy read. i picture moms in book clubs 
that, so, that and, need this book where you can be drunk on wine. It's and- actually more younger millennials and like maybe older Gen Zers. Because what I have heard from people, and this does play to the fact that it's so easy to read. A lot of people who love this book series say, this is the book that got me into reading. This is the book. I haven't read a book in years. And okay. this is the book that got me back into reading. And it's probably because it is so easy, easy to digest. Read. Mm-hmm. I read at least a book a week. So for you, yeah, I this is don't watered down. like it. Mm-hmm. But you know what? If you guys like it, then fant- I'm so happy for you. I'm happy that you have this series. Mm-hmm. And then everyone's like, oh, well, you just have to get. Th-. First of all, any series where you tell me that you just have to get through book one. I don't have time for that. I'm already done. I don't yeah, want to like, force myself. Yeah, I, I, I can I could- enjoy reading something else. And I don't know how I could like. I don't know how going on to book two would make me like these people more. I already don't like them. Yeah. And people are like, oh, well, it starts to get real spicy in like the last book. Like, I guess she throws in some sex scenes. And I'm like, first of all, I can tell by the way this is written. It's, it's not, not going to be, be spicier than the books I fucking read. Yeah. And even if it is. So then I'll just go read those books. Right. I don't need to sit through. Don't no, fucking watch porn. This bullshit <laughs> to just get to like a sex scene. Yeah. I'm good. And so one of my clients who's read the whole series she was in today and I was like, let me guess because I'm I tapped out in like chapter six or seven. And I'm like, let me guess how this is going to play out. And I'm all da 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 da. I laid it all out. She's like, yeah, it's exactly what's going to happen. And I'm like, yeah, I read the book. I figured that shit out mm-hmm. ages ago. Yeah. So you know what? Y'all like it. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Great. It's not for me. Love it. Dun dun. There you go. My controversial opinion of the week. Because you don't know because you're not into like book TikTok like I am. You don't know the way people love for this book. Love this fucking Mm -hmm. book series. And in fact, today on my TikTok, it popped up. A lady was like in an airport with one of the books in her hand. And and she's like, like, she's she's on my reaction when I see another because they call it ACOTAR is like the acronym. She's like, my reaction when I see another ACOTAR fan in the wild. And I'm like. Mm-mm. You're a grown up with that book in public. I would be so fucking embarrassed. <laughs> but whatever. I love it. Anyways. Juicy. Hey, tell me in the comments. Hit me. Slide me in my DMs if I'm way off base here. I do think it's a me problem. I think I'm a bitch because I think most people really like it. Well, I, and again, I definitely think it's a me I think you issue. described it perfectly. You read a lot. Like if you're just a casual reader and you just do it for like funsies and you're not like really hardcore reading like there's a difference i'll put it this way i was way more into and emotionally invested in twilight than i would like twilight's yeah. written better and with more depth that's and more crazy. character development yeah, than this fucking book see, is that's crazy well you want to know what i hope is written better hmm. season five of you Oh, because they're teasing that Jenna Ortega is going to return. And I'm oh, like, was she in season four? No, well, I couldn't get through season four. It was such a snooze. When, wait, when was she in it? She was the one before that. She was the little sister in the apartment complex. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. I f- completely didn't. Yes, she was the little sister that. in the apartment complex. Yeah, she was great. Mm-hmm. She was really good. I think I only watched the first. I watched the first three seasons. I've never tried season four. I s- tried twice and mm-hmm. could not get through it um my hot take on you is i think they should have ended it with love killing him oh for sure that would have been great 
and then walking off into the sunset with their kid. Yeah. Don't you think that would have been the perfect uh, ending? Nope, but they're going to keep going, and apparently he's, what, going to wait for Cardi B to kill him off? That would be an even better yeah, ending. that would be it. All right, well, how do you think this one's going to end? The fight between Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, my God. I don't <laughs> know. Shit show. So stupid. So dumb. Yeah. Really? Because we can't just show off our wealth. Now we got to have a fucking cockfight, too. I think Elon Musk is bigger yeah, but I think Zuckerberg's been training. He does He's like jujitsu like, and stuff. Fighting, and he has that kind of weird hyper focus, where I feel like he would take it more serious than anyone on the planet's ever taken Elon anything. Elon is such a John Dupont. Yeah, he really is. He's really such a John what a Dupont. Fucking Dupont. <laughs> All right, let's get into some weird animal shit. There's wow. giant fucking spotted snails invading Florida. <laughs> Oh, I want one. Right? They're so cute. Have you seen like the big African yes, ones? Yes. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. I, why are they locking people inside because of these fucking snails? Like, I don't know. I would take one. That, he could live in my garden. Just like the missing bearded dragon that turned up in a Virginia resident's garden that a police officer had to be called out for. What is wrong with people? And the lizards and the turtles. Yes. And the, yeah. Wait, it's a fucking bearded Just dragon in up. your garden. It makes me so angry. I know. You're like, it's not a fucking rattlesnake. <sighs> but when the cops actually doing their job, how fucking crazy would this be to be this police officer? Imagine you're in fucking Redneckville. It's one o'clock in the morning and you're pulling over a guy for drunk driving. Okay. And when you roll up, he's got his pants down and six kids in the car. Okay. And when the officer starts to ask, like, what's going on? He's like, oh, it's cool. These are my friends. What? Yeah, like, they're all, like, 18 and up. Okay. They're clearly not. That's so weird. How awful. Like, first of all, you just think you're, like, pulling over a DUI, which is bad enough. But then a fucking DUI pedophile Mm -hmm. with six children. How do you get six kids in there? Exactly. Gross. In a more fun take on the news, I didn't know this about Jeeps. Apparently, every Jeep has an Easter egg. Yes, a hidden animal. That's so fucking cool. Yeah, and they're hard to find. Yeah, so cool. Those have been popping up all over my TikTok. Nice. Like when people find theirs, that's exciting. I think if I owned a Jeep, I wouldn't stop till I found it. Oh, I'd have to know. Oh, so now we're dismantling this Jeep? Yeah, when I, because it could be like in the glove box. Yeah, it could be like up by the engine and shit. It's crazy. Um, who's not crazy? The woman in Ohio who's refusing to take down her nine and a half foot tall werewolf. As she should not. He's got a little American flag vest on. Perfect. He's holding little flags. He what is looking, fucking Karen complained right? about this? Oh my God. What fucking community neighborhood group decided to take down this poor woman and her goddamn werewolf? But... Really, that's the vest that sent me. Yeah, of course. It's just like our local skeleton. So fucking cute. There's been some fucking wild shit going down at concerts all week. Have you heard about any of it? No. Okay. I swear I've heard about a lot of singers getting hit. By yes, things. like real. Like a fan ran up and hit someone in the face. Someone got hit in the face with a phone. Yeah. Uh, Logan Paul got nailed with his own prime bottles. That's funny. It's so funny. But my favorite (laughs) is 
a fan through their mother's ashes. Oh, yeah, I saw this. Yeah. And she, like, stopped. And she's like, is this your mom? Like, I don't know how to feel about this. Like, this is fucking weird. Somebody also threw a wheel of brie cheese at her. Really? Yeah. I'd probably stop and take a bite. Yeah, you have to. Unless it, like, maybe it messes with your singing. I was going to say. You don't, brie's pretty soft. It, you don't want to clump clog, a brie in there. Clog those. <laughs> Uh, and there might be a serial killer in the Windy City. Oh, yeah. I've heard about this. Ten men and six women all pulled from the Chicago River just since last year. Crazy. Way too many coincidences. It's a lot. So I'm interested to see how that one unfolds. Ten men and six women. And as we know from this podcast... If this is the amount of information they're finally releasing now, then that yeah. means something. They know even more for sure that they're not telling us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So keep an eye out for that, bitches. Okay. On our next lifetime. <laughs> so, uh, well, I guess this is an anniversary tradition because we didn't do it last anniversary, but we're trying to get back to basics this anniversary. Yeah. We're going to do. Last a- year was depressing as fuck. It we was. Did, like. The the Dugar, the the, the, the J C Lee Dugar Dugar, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because it was like a hometown thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was another big hometown case. So I'm like, should we do that? And you're like, fuck, fuck no. no. It's been like, rough. We'll save it for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> so we are going to do a true crime case that has a real life horror movie, an actual scary horror movie inspired by it loosely. Loosely inspired. Allegedly. But it is a movie we've talked about a lot on this podcast. So if you want to play our THC drinking game at home, take a drink of whatever you're drinking anytime we cheers. Mention a badass big sister. Mention a previous THC episode. Mention have a monk reference. Spill something or hear the train. Yep. Bonus round for when you hear the title. Of, of the, the episode, episode, which we don't know what that is yet. Mm-hmm. So you got one up on us. You probably won't hear many trains tonight because that window is shut and the AC is blaring. My AC has been on and I like it struggles. Yeah. It was still like 80 degrees last time I checked. It right. might be down to like 79 by now. Right. 78. It's crazy. Which is crazy because it's still like 25 degrees lower than it is outside. I looked to see what the temperature might be around the time that I should be on my bike headed home. It's still going to be fucking 90. Yeah. 90. It's a rough one. It's it's tough in these streets. Okay. Should we do a little refill? All right. This week we are bringing you the case of Dennis DePew and his missing wife, Marilyn. And that inspired the movie. Jeepers. Creepers. Where'd you get those peepers? Hey, so did you know about it being a true crime? Nope, not okay. until you sent it to me. Motherfucking TikTok pulled this yes. one. This is a TikTok. So perfect for our anniversary. Yeah, absolutely. Also, I will say I'm the only thing I'm disappointed in mm-hmm. is the fact that this could have been an Easter episode. <gasps> so it feels like a little bit of a waste because it's so hard to find Easter episodes. Damn. But that's okay. It's anniversary. All good. I got Really everything from an all things interesting article. Again, 
I read other articles and they were exactly the exact same article as all things interesting. <laughs> I said, that's good enough for me. Right. There is an episode of Unsolved Mysteries and Ooh. I tried really hard to find it. It is season three, episode 23. So it's old. Oh no. Did that land in your drink? I thought it did, but it didn't. It bounced. It was a rim drop. Thank God. Um, I tried so hard to watch that because it's such an old season. That would have been amazing. You can watch all the seasons of Unsolved Mysteries for free on YouTube with ads. <coughs> season three on YouTube goes to episode 22. Oh, fuck that. And I'm like, what? And I even looked season four. Episode one is not what I'm looking for either. So I don't know what happened to episode 23. It's a bit of a mystery right now. That's its own mystery. Episode. That's its own unsolved mystery. <laughs> The unsolved mystery of the unsolved mystery episode. You ready? I can't fucking wait. April 15th, 1990. It's an Easter Sunday when married couple Ray and Marie Thornton are on a nice little Sunday drive down rural highway, down a rural highway, 12 miles outside of Coldwater, Michigan. Okay. So, of course, I'm already picturing, like, where we live. Yeah. Because we're just much. surrounded by rural highways. Very much. In the rearview mirror, they spot a 1984 green Chevrolet van. It just seems to appear out of nowhere. One minute they're alone on a road. The next minute they got a green van tailing them. Like, it is on their ass yep. driving super aggressively until he find the the van finally, like, illegally passes them mm -hmm. and like speeds away and they had been playing this like license plate game where when they do see another car they look at the license plate and they try to like make a word out of it or like make a saying and so they noticed that the first two letters on the license plate of that van were gz so they made up g's he's in a hurry wow cute now they keep driving and they actually drive past a super spooky looking abandoned schoolhouse mm. where they see the same van parked um, on the side of the schoolhouse and they see the driver carrying what looks like a bloody sheet to the back of the schoolhouse. And do you want to see a picture of the schoolhouse? Fuck yeah, I do. I know. I know how excited you get about oh my abandoned God. schoolhouses. <laughs> um, it's very, it's giving Port Costa. Oh my gosh. Do you know what I'm talking about? I'm so excited. Yeah. Wow. So a schoolhouse. Yeah. It's an mm -hmm. abandoned schoolhouse yeah. in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. They drive off and they're kind of discussing, like, do we stop to call the cops? Like, are we even sure what we saw? What we saw? Is it worth it? And they're still kind of talking it over when the van appears behind them again. Again, driving super aggressively, riding their ass and that goes on for about another two miles before Ray says, fuck this. And he turns off the highway at the same time that he exits. The van just pulls over to the side of the road and Ray decides, fuck this. I'm getting that guy's license plate number. So like we can call the cops and tell them what's up. Yeah. So he turns around and gets back on the highway to approach the van to like write down the license plate number, which is pretty ballsy. Fuck yeah. And they see the driver of the van like kneeling down and actively changing the license plate out. Oh. So that's suspicious. A little bit. 
They also see that the van's front passenger door is wide open and they can see inside the van and it is soaked in blood. (gasps) So they drive back to the schoolhouse to see what he left there and they find a bloody sheet partially stuffed into like some sort of animal den. They call the police and apparently the police were actually already out searching for a man and his air quote injured wife Mm. who had been missing. The man that the police are searching for is Dennis Henry DePew. He is a property assessor in Michigan. He was born in 1943 In 1971, he marries his wife, Marilyn, who is a popular, outgoing, like, high school counselor. Everybody loves her. They go on to have three kids, two girls, and one boy. Dennis naturally is pretty paranoid and controlling. It's not so bad at first, but as the years go on, it gets worse and worse and worse. He's prone to bouts of like self-isolation and kind of just pouting and like accusing Marilyn of quote turning the kids against him and it's very much like you are all against me and just bullshit right Marilyn finally has enough and she files for divorce in 1989 claiming that Dennis is too controlling he tries to control her every move And Dennis doesn't really put up a fight, gives her primary custody of the kids and the house and everything and kind of just sulks away. Again, still feeling sorry for himself. But weird things do happen, like the fact that Marilyn had all the locks changed on the house and she comes home from work one day to find him just sitting on the couch casually. Hmm. So that's kind of freaky. A little bit. Mm -hmm. I know I would be on edge. That leads us to Easter Sunday, 1990. Dennis is supposed to pick up the kids who are all like older now. They're all like teens Mm -hmm. age. But his youngest daughter, Julie, refuses. She does not want to go with dad. She wants to stay home with mom. Their son, Scott, seeing his sister act this way is also like resistant into going with dad. If she can get away with it. Of course, Dennis is pissed And he starts throwing a fit, comes into the house, screaming and yelling and throwing accusations around at Marilyn, eventually like grabbing Marilyn and like getting physical with her. Marilyn fights back and Dennis snaps and throws her down a flight of stairs. Um, At this point, the kids are begging him to stop. His oldest daughter and badass big sister, Jennifer, runs to the neighbor's house to get help and call 911 Mm -hmm. on her dad. Dennis then leaves the house with a seriously injured Marilyn, claiming that he's going to go take her to the hospital. He's like, this shit got out of hand. I'm getting her to the hospital. Nobody worry. When there's no word from them at all and... The police show up and they call the hospital and realize that nobody's ever shown up at the hospital with Marilyn. They start uh, they start like a like a a big search for them. After they receive the call from Ray and Marie, they send out the forensics team to the schoolhouse where all evidence 
points to something bad happening, even possibly murder of Marilyn, but there's no body. So, you know, they have nothing to go off of and there's no sign of Dennis. Until the next day when a highway worker finds Marilyn's body on the side of a deserted road. She's been shot in the back of the head. And the road that he finds her on is basically the midway point between her house and the schoolhouse. Over the next several weeks, there's no physical sign of Dennis, but he is sending like these weird rambling letters to his friends and family trying to justify Marilyn's death. Again, the weird letters. How many fucking episodes? How many episodes have we had the letters? I could just chug a bottle of wine to the amount of episodes. It's so many. So many. In these letters, he's basically claiming that she lied and she's like tricking the kids and to like hate him and she cheated and she did this and she did that and it's all bullshit and blah, 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 blah. But he goes on and on and on and on in these like nonsensical fucking letters. And he talks about how he has lost his wife and his kids and his home, how he's lost everything. And now he's too old to start over. Mm. So, again, poor him. Poor, poor Dennis. Oh, my gosh. I'm the victim. In total, he sends 17 of these letters and they're all postmarked from different states like Virginia, Iowa and Oklahoma. March 20th, 1991, Dallas, Texas. A woman, and I tried to find her name, and I could not find her name. A woman. A woman comes home to see that her boyfriend's van is parked in her driveway, which is weird because he always keeps it in the garage. And inside, she finds her boyfriend, Hank, who tells her that he's packing because um, his mom has fallen really ill and he has to take an emergency trip home. She's like, absolutely. What do we got to do? To, to make this happen. Sure. So while Hank is packing his bags, he's also watching TV very intently. There's an episode of Unsolved Mysteries on. And although he's watching it, he really doesn't want his girlfriend to watch it. So he's trying to keep her busy in the kitchen of like, can you pack me some sandwiches and some <laughs> snacks for my road trip? Can you do this, that and the other? And just trying to keep her with busy work and hmm. very obviously keeping her out of the living room. Yes. This episode of Unsolved Murders is about a man, Dennis DePew, who was wanted for the murder of his wife, Marilyn. Amazing. Now... The girlfriend does have a weird feeling as Hank drives away in his green Chevrolet van. Shut up all this time, motherfucker. That something was off and that she probably was never going to see him again. And Hank had to leave ASAP because he was scared that his girlfriend's friends and family would see that episode of Unsolved Mysteries And they would see that he was actually Dennis DePew. And he was right. Authorities are hot on his tail due to tips that came in from that episode of Unsolved Mysteries. So fucking cool. Wow. Amazing. Now, Dennis heads into Louisiana where the police catch up to him and they he leads them in a. 15 mile per hour hey, chase. 
a chase at Snail. Well, at the turtle and the hare or whatever, right? Yeah, but I think this is the turtle and the turtle. <laughs> they can't pass him. So they just got to follow him. I think OJ was like that, too. I think OJ was doing like 20 miles an hour or really? something crazy. It seems so fast. No, he was going slow. That's funny. Obviously, they can't get him to pull over. They realize that he's headed into Mississippi, where obviously, as Louisiana cops, they'll lose jurisdiction. Mm-hmm. So they call ahead to Mississippi, tell him, you got a murderer about to pa- pass your border. Get ready. So Mississippi State Police and the FBI set up roadblocks, which he drives right fucking through. Okay, get it. Don't cheer him on. I mean, it's exciting. I'm not <laughs> rooting him on. I'm just like the... I know. After he drives through their barricades, a local sheriff actually shoots out both of his rear tires. Dennis then shoots back at the police Damn. and even tries to ram them off the road. <sighs> Around 4 a.m., they finally force his van to stop. And when they approach the van with <coughs> guns drawn, they find Dennis already dead. <laughs> from a self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head. Well, good on him. And that is the story of Dennis DePew and how he murdered his wife, Marilyn. That's, but why fucking tailgate? I think he was just panicking. Twice? Yes. Okay. Pop, I mean, I don't know. I'm not in the mute. I'm, and let's show you... Let's show you a picture of this fucking scumbag. Because if anybody looks like a gross, weird killer, it's Dennis DePew. Oh, yeah. Look at that guy. Who does he remind me of? A fucking psycho killer? No, like um, the like a guy from the Munsters Maybe. or like Adam's Family. Yeah. Or... He ain't it, though. No, it's like a cartoon of... Like Frankenstein, maybe. And also, when you Google his name, because I had to go into images to find that picture to show you. Yeah. When you Google his name, this is what pops up on the first Google page. Okay. <laughs> Isn't that the guy from uh, Jeepers Creepers? Wait, let me see. Yeah, look. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. You, you made me question everything I knew about <laughs> Jeepers Creepers. No, from this far away, I couldn't tell. I just like that that's the thing that pops up when you Google his name is the monster from Jeepers Creepers. Good. That just verifies that this is a real episode. Oh, it's definitely a real episode. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is definitely. We're in it, boy. Yeah. How exciting. All right. Should we chug the last of this and go yeah, figure and out what's next? Should we top off our happy dads? Oh, with, with some, some kinky, kinky fruit punch. Yeah. Sure. Let's do it. It's yeah, our anniversary let's get, episode. Let's get happy kinked. Okay. Kinky hapt. <laughs> okay. We're back and we're ready to try our new, I guess, kinky red. Kinky fruit punch. Ooh. It looks just like a dirty Shirley. It does. Mm-hmm. And we mixed it with pineapple flavored happy dads, which are seltzers. Yes. Cheers. Oh, cheers again. I can't reach up far. Air cheers. Just air cheers. I know it kills you, but just air cheers, please. Your glass is so full. I kind of want to spill. Not on my computer, though. It tastes so good. Does it? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't do it. I'm so excited. (laughs) Oh, fuck. It's like a light Kool-Aid almost. Like, it's like a watered down Kool-Aid. Because we smelt out of the bottle and like 
the oh and you know how like kool-aid's too sweet Mm. but then when you let it sit in ice for a while and it like waters down it's delicious this is gonna be a problem we We should shout out to the guy above it's so funny should let me eat another mushroom stem now that i'm done talking please 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 this is my favorite part of any episode it's the part where i don't have to talk anymore Our very first anniversary episode, which is the only time that I've had that we switched roles, I almost had an anxiety attack over it. God damn it. But now I lost my joint. Oh, there it is. No. Well, lots of piece of paper. (laughs) I mean, close. How dirty was underneath that table? All I found was a bottle cap and and my weed. Oh, well, fucking thank God for that. Right. Pug face. Got it. Pug, face, jeepers, creepers. What year do you think the movie was made? Do you know? Did made you or came out? Well, came out. Okay, sorry. Well, I know. Takes a long time to make a movie. I know, came out. Picture I'm going to say 2002. So one. You nailed it. Damn it. My instinct said one, and I went with two, and I knew yeah. the whole time I should have said one. Yeah. 2001 fucking over 20 years ago you want to know why because and this is a way deep throwback when I think it was season one of our podcast (laughs) it was year one (laughs) when we were talking about that like those bullshit s1 episode to know those like bullshit crappy collages I used to make. Yes. I have. I remember one of those collages has a Jeepers Creepers thing. Mm. And I did that when we were like juniors in high school, yeah, yeah. seniors, juniors, sophomores in high school. So, yeah, that's why I knew that time frame. Because I'm like, when Cute. else would they have Jeepers Creepers in a magazine in like Cute. a 17 magazine? I love Keep it. Keep going. So I'm first going to set the mood for you. Okay. Because I'm watching this in a fucking prompt care lobby. Right. Waiting for my husband to get his calf ultrasound. Yeah. Because he's stupid. And and, old. And decided that he could backflip off of a diving board into a pool and not somehow tear something. So that was fun. Perfect. So I'm... I've got a chair. I've got Violet's notebook. She, while we were away, she got me a pen from the dollar store. It's a Jurassic Park pen, but it's the kind where you push it down and it has the different colors. Yeah. Love it. So that's the pen I'm using. <clears throat> I've got my coffee. And and this is this is my vibe. Yeah. Because I'm popping in that earpiece. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Taking us for our own adventure. Uh, and again, just like you described, a breezy, rural country road. We are introduced to brother and sister, Trish and Derry. Okay. Okay. Derry is, of course, played by the baby face. Mm-hmm. Like, I nudge Nick. I'm like, look at this motherfucker. Like, look how young he is. Oh, my God. The baby faced Justin Long. Long time fave. I mean, love it. 
like who doesn't like Justin I, Long? When I looked through his IMDb for yeah. all of his past, I was just like, yes, yes, yes. Good, yes. good, great, fantastic. None of it relates to our podcast. No, but it's all good. But what a legend. And I will say, now that you mention it, I assumed Ray and Marie were husband and wife, but they could have been siblings. Yep. Nobody ever said. So there you go. They said they were on their... It's Easter. They're on a drive, and they had the same last name, so I assumed. But you never know. They might be brother and sister. Hey. Now, Trish is played by Gina Phillips. We all know Gina from her role as Brandy Barber in Mr. Monk Fuck and the you. Man Who Shot Santa Claus. Fuck uh, you. Uh, Fuck uh, you. Uh, uh. <laughs> Oh, my God. And look at the holidays we're covering. Easter. Santa, Santa Claus. It's Christmas. Wow. I can't. The kinky's already kicking in. Fuck the mushrooms. Yeah, it's not all the mushrooms you ate beforehand. It's for sure. Once again, we got to stop blaming it on the red dye 40 or whatever it is that we blame it on. Why? That makes it so much more fun. Stop killing my vibe. Oh, yes. Okay, I'm so sorry. I apologize. <laughs> Mr. Monk and Santa Claus. Uh. I can't believe it. She gorgeous. Great okay. actress. What the fuck happened to her? I like don't I know. yeah, I look through her shit. I, I mean, she's in some other stuff, but I mean, but once you do an episode of Monk, where Come, else is I, there to go? You're at the fucking top. Well, Monk and then this. Yeah. I, what more do you need? <laughs> that's, that's a perfect career. Cute typical siblings bickering non-stop right you can appreciate this uh trish is yelling at Derry because he's driving like an asshole to which he replies we're in the middle of fucking nowhere we haven't seen a car for miles and immediately up ahead is an rv mm-hmm. right so as he sees that in the distance he decides to really piss trish off and they are fucking tailgating right yeah because he wants to be the first to read the license plate oh they're playing a license plate game here we the go license plate <gasps> reads okay would you want me to read out the actual letters and then read it for real yeah read what it 6a4 evr which you would interpret as Something forever. Six a se- sexy forever. Boom. Sex a forever. Okay. Not dairy. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dairy yells out gay fever, <laughs> <laughs> and then corrects himself gay forever. And then Trish is like, "Bro, it's not a G. It's a six. I a, I do like gay forever. That's a really like gay funny." Fever. Gay fever. That's a real thing. She's like, no, bro. It's sexy forever. So she gets the point. <laughs> and after our lighthearted little game, Derry wants to get deep with his sister and figure out why the fuck she's driving home with him for spring break and not like making plans with her boyfriend. So it's not, Easter is not our spring break, but it's a lot of people's spring Could breaks. Could be. Yeah. <clears throat> Chris, uh, Chris, Trish doesn't want to talk about it 
and she doesn't want any fucking unsolicited advice from her little brother. So trying to avoid Does that make her a badass big sister? We'll get there. Okay, sorry. She's gotta earn it. Okay. okay She's okay, gotta okay, earn okay, it. Okay, I got so excited. I know. So instead of conversation, she turns on the radio. But we're out in the middle of fucking nowhere. So all she's getting is like religious preachy Bible shit. Again, we can relate. Mm-hmm. While the camera is focused on the two of them arguing, in the background, we see the RV that they were tailgating before pull off. Mm-hmm. And something's kind of off in the distance. Mm. But not for long. Because mm-hmm. it's fucking hauling ass. Yeah. Okay. Now, just like... It affected me over 20 years ago. Again, I'm in this fucking patient, like, lobby thing, right? I've got this earbud in and, like, the adrenaline. Yeah. Your blood. Like, you <laughs> feel like, I don't fucking care how old you are, where you are, what, like, your blood starts racing because you fucking know, right? Okay. It's so exciting. Again, they're too busy being fucking assholes to even realize that by the time this guy is on their ass, they don't even know what's hit him. And so we've got immediate, like, honking of the horn, tailgating, swerving. And we're doing this for, like, I don't know, a couple minutes. And then finally, it's a truck and it passes. And it gives you just enough time to read its plate. And its plate reads B-E-A-T-N-G-U. To which Derry declares beating you for one point. Perfect. After the truck's gone and they've kind of like had a minute to like cool off and they're not fucking losing their mind anymore. Trish reminds Derry of a high school urban legend. Mm. You know what's fun about this is I don't think I've seen this since the 2000s. So fucking good. So it's like fun because I don't oh, remember anything. I, girl, let me. T- I sucked up and savored every minute of this because it was exactly like I watched it the first time. Amazing. And. This whole urban legend thing. I want to watch that fucking movie again. That's a great movie. At least that we remember. Exactly. It might not be. Well, we'll find out. So the urban legend is the high school couple that were out driving along this same highway. Mm -hmm. Maybe like a few hundred miles or so from there or whatever. But the same highway. Car was found. Body is never found. Yep. Derry tells her it's just a cautionary tale made up to scare kids so that they're not out drinking and driving on these stupid fucking roads. And for whatever reason, Trish tells Derry that she always felt like she would end up dying in a similar way. Okay. Right? Like a premonition. It's a fucked up premonition to have. For real, though. Then after a quick pee break and some more bickering, they come across an old abandoned church Mm. surrounded by crows. Very creepy. So not a school, but a church. 
And as they slow down, they see that it's the same truck. And he is in a hat and a coat. And he's pulling out a rope-tied, blood-stained sheet from the trunk and dumping it down a pipe. Whether it be a sewage pipe, drainage pipe, whatever. Look at how close they've kept it so far. For real. Really close. Mm -hmm. Also, what do you call a group of crows? A murder. A murder of crows. A murder. Kaka. <laughs> what do you call a group of ravens? I don't know. A conspiracy. That's fun. Yeah, it's badass. The huh? only other one that I know is a gaggle of geese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a bunch, but murder of crows. A conspiracy. A conspiracy ravens. of ravens. Mm. I think that's it. What Oof. if I just made that up? Well, I'm fucking, I'm going to repeat it to everyone I know, and that's going to exist from now on. Who comes up with that shit? Uh, I don't know, but now the Raven thing's going to drive me nuts. What if I just told you, well, I made that up. Amazing. So after dumping the body, I guess, the stranger stops to look at Derry and Trish and jumps inside the truck to follow them. Again. Oh. Very suspenseful. We've got this beater hick truck that's managing to hit speeds like a fucking Corvette. He's on their ass within seconds, rear-ending them. Trish goes for Derry's mobile phone. <laughs> mobile. But, of course, it has no service, no power. They're out in the middle of fucking nowhere. The only way to avoid crashing is to veer off the side into an open field. So after their near-death experience, Derry starts to grow a conscience. Okay. I want to know what he dumped down the pipe. Yeah. This is where badass Big Trish is like, motherfucker, that's how every horror movie starts. Of course. What are you thinking? Yeah. And he hits her with a, what if it was you? Yeah. I mean, there's no right answer. I mean, the right answer is for sure to go check. It doesn't mean that's the safe answer. Yeah. But that is like probably the moral high ground to take. So now. And also it'd be really hard to live with yourself with all the what ifs. Right. Sun setting. They head back to the fucking church with the crows. Also crow update. It is a murder of crows. It is. A, what did I say? A conspiracy mm -hmm. of ravens. However, the more common thing they're called is an unkindness of ravens. Conspiracy is fucking happening. Conspiracy, I think, is great because they're because they're so smart, right? Ravens. That might be some new merch that we have to come up with. Yeah. for our ravens and crows yeah. are real smart, and a group of owls, mm -hmm. a parliament. <sighs> That makes sense. They're very, uh, yeah, like yeah, they a little very monocle. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking stupid. <sighs> okay. You know what else is stupid? Yeah. Dairy. Yeah. <laughs> Calling down this fucking pipe, the sewage, yeah. whatever, right? It's too dark. He can't see. So Trish goes to get a flashlight. And while she's at the car, Derry is convinced he heard someone call out for help. So now by the time she gets back with the flashlight, thinking they're just going to look down, he's like, no, bitch, I'm going down. She's like, he's very brave. Very brave. So poor Trish 
is like holding on to him by his chucks. Mm-hmm. And this is the look of the week that I wish we could do. Okay. But we don't have a pipe or a well or like anything <laughs> that you could hold me out of. Yeah. Right? Because of course, you know, I would put on my jeans and my chucks and have you hold me in some kind of fucking hole. Gosh, I would, my brain is spinning and I can't think I of I can't anything. think of one, but I believe, and especially with Nick being off work, because I'm like, well, maybe he can get like scrap metal. Yeah, 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 yeah. But no, it just, it wasn't going to happen because that f- would have been the all time look of the week is you pulling my ass out of some fucking hole. Yeah. The only thing I could think of is if we could like cover a garbage can in tarps or something. I don't know. Yeah, nah, there's no, no way. So I guess we have to go dig a hole now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Trish is holding him by his chucks. Imagine this. So he's down torso deep as the fucking rats. What's a herd of rats called? <laughs> What's a <laughs> gaggle worst, of rats? <laughs> my worst nightmare. Yeah, your worst nightmare. What's a, a herd of fucking Mimosa's dream come true? Uh-huh. So they come rushing. <gasps> What's it called? A mischief. Ah! A mischief. <laughs> a group of rats is called a mischief. God damn it. That's too cool. All right. So a mischief of rats comes <laughs> out of the fucking. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call our, our small fan base is a mischief of rats. <gasps> That's our group. <laughs> There's our group. That's so cute. Okay. So Trish fucking let's go. Obviously, yeah, of course, a hubby. <laughs> and so he falls down this fucking pipe. And now we have a slightly concussed dairy with a gash on his hand and he's missing a shoe. And he's in the fucking darkness. And he stumbles to his feet when he sees the bloody sheet with the ropes. Mm-hmm. He grabs the flashlight. <clears throat> And he calls out, and there's nothing. So he walks over, and he fucking kicks it. Because, you know, what else do you do when a fucking hand reaches out and grabs his ankle? <laughs> mm-hmm. So then we see a face beneath the sheet. It's a man who's clinging on for life. Like, okay. no, just drained mm-hmm. of everything. And he's pointing under the sheet where Derry looks and sees that he's been completely cut open and wow. like sewn back together. So probably organs removed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The fact that he's still conscious is a miracle in of itself. Forget it. He whispers something to Derry that we never hear before he dies. But whatever it is, fucking rocks Derry's world because mm-hmm. he is never the same mm. meanwhile back up top <laughs> Trish is looking for someone on the side of the road fucking losing her mind basically at this point just desperate for another car to drive by for help yeah when she has her back turned we see a car coming from the distance and you immediately jump to the truck. Yeah. It's get downtime. Exactly. Hide. The, again, the adrenaline and your blood is racing and then 
she turns around and by the time it registers with her it's like fuck so she's jumping in the car she's trying to like do the gears and it's an old fucking car and she can't get it to turn and the car passes and it's just a fucking like hay truck yeah it's just that you could have gotten to help mm -hmm, a normal fucking everyday back road truck yep and she's like i fucking missed my chance and just then she's like ready to give up when Derry fucking pounds on the side of the window and you jump a mile out of your skin oh my god and he looks like fucking death yes he's a, a wreck he's a mess oh i forgot a whole bunch of stuff in the basement oh <laughs> hold on wait basement yeah so down below the sewage pipe after we we see the dead body or whatever, the uh -huh. guy that's sewn open, Derry finds his other shoe. Okay. When he's going to put the other shoe on, the flashlight that he's holding, mm -hmm. he tucks it underneath his arm and it flashes the wall behind him. The whole fucking underground, wherever they are, this basement okay. is covered in bodies. Oh, yeah. Hundreds yeah. and hundreds of, like, house of wax. Yeah, that's right. Bodies. Mm -hmm. Right? And he finds the couple. The mm -hmm. high school couple. They're sewn together. Beautiful. Their hands are sewn together. It's got the high school ring on his finger wow. still. What a romantic way to go. Right? So, yeah, that's how Derry gets his shoe back. Perfect. <laughs> and somehow manages his way out of that fucking hellhole. They're in the car, driving for what seems like fucking forever. Derry finally speaks. And the first thing he says to Trish is the story is true. It wasn't a legend before he kind of like just drifts off. Oh. Right? Alluding back to the urban legend. Right. Familiar. I get mm -hmm. it. Finally, they find like a gas station with a restaurant and they pull in and suddenly as they're about to like walk inside the restaurant, the truck speeds by oh, headed shit. back towards the church oh, and no. Derry starts to freak out. Yeah. Like he's going to know we were there. And so they rush inside the diner and they demand to speak with police, much to the surprise of like this fucking rural town. Right. right. Like no one's ready for this on a they're causing a ruckus mm -hmm. he looks like shit for real so basically thinking that they're on drugs <laughs> all Derry can say to them is how scared he is and that the thing's gonna know that he was down in the basement and that there's all these bodies suddenly the payphone rings do you remember this part kinda the lady on the other end asks if Trish and her brother have seen the cats yet. <laughs> she knows their names, describes Derry's injuries, and then tells them that they found his house of pain. Warns them that it won't stop now that it has their scent and that it's something that it likes. Oh, boy. So this is when the movie gets crazy. She asks if they've seen the truck, to which Derry re replies, yeah, beating you. And she says, no, think about it. 
And then she plays the song Jeepers Creepers and tells them if they hear this song, like, that's it. That's the end of the line. Yeah. You fucking run. Like, you pull out all the stops. The cops finally arrive. And they don't know what the fuck to do with these kids. They're like, again, they're talking about weird fucking bodies and this yeah. truck. And, and a phone call. and Right. And so they're like, fine, we'll follow you back to this church when someone at the restaurant, I think um, a waitress interrupts to ask them about their car. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, the one that's parked out front. And they said a man had just been out there going through all of their things and that he was picking up like big handfuls of their laundry and like sniffing it yeah casual all right i love that they just fucking (laughs) dairy demands that uh the troopers go outside and like dust for fingerprints or whatever and when they look at the door handle they find dust is already there like they've already dusted for fingerprints Mm -hmm. because it's dead flesh oh my god (sighs) (laughs) all right so we're in the car trish is driving and again she's like wanting to switch up the vibes they're scrolling through the stations when a pop remake of Jeepers Creepers comes oh. on. I've had this shit stuck in my head all week. Yeah. Jeepers, where'd you get those creepers? Like, oh my yeah. God. Oh, it just, this, this bop. Yeah. <laughs> really got me. And so Derry kind of picks up on it and they start bickering about the lady on the phone. So they don't notice when the fucking trooper car following behind them has a man standing on top of it (laughs) and he reaches in to the passenger side and he fucking pulls that trooper out and Mm -hmm. just tosses them aside and then i guess he gets in and then decapitates the other guy that's driving okay and then gets in the driver's seat and stops the car but he throws the decapitated head yep at the car in front mm-hmm. and that finally gets their fucking attention to what's been going on behind I them. just can't believe after all this they're I mean how could you be so casual about it all so funny so their car spins in the middle of the road and when they get out we get our first good look at Mr. Creeper he gives me Mothman vibes Yeah. Right? Episode 78. He's got this weird scaly skin, this thinning hair that pokes out under this fancy wide-brimmed hat, and he wears a trench coat when he stops to eat the severed head. He, like, licks. He, like, sniffs it real good and, like, rubs up against it and licks it and then rips out the tongue. Delicious. Uh Uh-huh. And they just stand there. Yeah, again, (laughs) we're so casual about everything. Just watching this shit. So I guess once the shock wears off and they finally realize they need to get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Mr. Creeper is taking his time collecting his, his fresh bodies. Yes. 
So now it's funny that Derry would be the one calling out Trish for driving like an asshole, like stop driving so crazy, slow down. So she pulls up to some random house hoping to use the phone. Which is always a mistake. They're in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. Derry's like, who are you going to call? The last cops just got eaten. Right. And we're in the boonies. Yeah. So they approach the house when a woman speaks from the shadows on the porch. She wants to know what they're doing on her property. They ask for a phone and they tell her they want to call the cops. And she's like, fuck the cops. Yeah, yeah. She's like, they're not coming here. They're not welcome to tell me how many babies I can have and about these zoning laws and whatnot. And Derry's like, babies? And he's like, yeah, my babies. And he hears the cats. Mm. They all start meow, 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 meow. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, fuck. So his face is registering. Like, oh, God, this is the cats. This is what the woman was talking about. Yep. So he's like, Trish, we got to get the fuck out of here. And then the cats start wailing oh. and hissing. And the power goes out. The old lady, she doesn't like people fucking with their babies. So she comes out with a shotgun and she is warned by Trish and Derry, but she doesn't give a fuck. So unfortunately, Mr. Creeper ends up getting to her. He goes up from her cornfield. She's shooting at him onto the roof, into the back through the kitchen and like strangles her back oh out on gosh. the part. Yeah, out on the porch. Again, they stand there <laughs> as he strangles the woman to death just in shock. And then as they try to leave, the car gears get stuck. Of course. And they have a face off. When Trish finally gets the car in gear, they ram into him, but they haven't figured out yet. Motherfucker can fly oh my god this is when his wings pop out so he's jumping over this bitch like it's the it's the matrix yeah right eventually i don't even know what she did i I think she kind of psyched him out but she clips him okay and they run over him again and again and again which is a good idea in theory but also their car you're wrecking your way out. Fucked up. Yeah. But I guess also the theory is he's going to catch up to them no matter what. They don't know that. I mean, he's caught up to them this, this whole time. This time. Mm-hmm. So I just mean you could take your risk and try to flee in this car that he's going to catch up to regardless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they wait and see that he tries to make an attempt to fly away unsuccessfully. Right, his little wings can't flap. So they run over the wings and they seem satisfied. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, we could drive away. And they do. They make it to the next town and they go to the police station and they call home. Can you imagine telling the police that story? I don't think they do. Oh. I, because at this point, they call home. Like, no one at the police seems alarmed other than the fact that. Like, they told him the other cops were, something happened to them. Mm -hmm. Like, they need to figure that shit out. So they're talking to their parents, and they're like, yeah, we'll be home 
It's fine. We just need to get through some shit. Just then, a woman walks through the front door. And it's the woman from the phone. And the officer at the front desk knows exactly who she is. Mm -hmm. She's like the town psychic. Oh. Right. So he's like, Jez, what do you want now? Like rolling his eyes at her. Like, leave these poor kids alone. And she immediately goes up to Trish and Derry. Like, I saw what you did to him. You hurt him. Mm -hmm. But like, he's not dead. And Trish is like, fuck you, whack job. Okay. I mean. I know. The whack job thing is like. I know. This is the craziest shit you've ever been through. And She's you really can't the believe her. Thing. I know. You just saw this thing have fucking wings. Yeah. And, and you're going to call somebody. Mm-hmm. And she tells Derry that she knows about the bodies at the church. And. um. She's like, you don't have to believe me, but at least hear me out. Because what good is it going to do? Like, yeah. I'm already here. So they listen as she describes that every 23rd spring for 23 days, it eats certain things from certain people that it needs to survive, like lungs to breathe or eyes to see. She says... However, they got involved in it. It caught their scent. Mm-hmm. And when it scares them, that's how he singles out like who he wants. Okay. And what he wants. He needs to smell their fear. Okay. Okay. And again, she's like, look, you heard it, but it's going to just eat what it needs to regenerate and it will be back. Yes. Like at this point it has ultimate lives as long as it has something to eat. Okay. So just then we see the truck pull into the station. Oh my God. And it fucking like hobbles out. Mm -hmm. It's like walking all wonky. Yeah. Because it's been hit by the car so many times, but it's fucking moving again. Trish is like, fuck off, crazy lady. (laughs) There's no way there's this thing out there scaring people to get a sniff out of what it wants to eat to live. And then suddenly the power goes out and the station goes into an immediate lockdown. So while performing a cell check, an officer finds Mr. Creeper enjoying a meal, snacking on a fresh pair of legs. Delicious. Another officer hears the gunshots. They go to lock everyone in a safe room. But Jazz is like, absolutely not. One of them is going to die locked in a room. Like, do not put them in a fucking room. We need to get out of here. So they go another way. And um, Trish and Derry, for whatever reason, they decide to follow her. But... When they go, the back way is still locked, and fucking Trish looks at her like, what, your visions couldn't tell you? Oh, right. <laughs> right. Calm down. <laughs> Just then, we hear multiple gunshots in the background, 
And for whatever reason, Derry figures out that even though Jez might not have the answers like how to save them or how to get them out of this, he knows which one of them the creeper wants. Yeah. And for whatever reason, Jez locks eyes with Trish. But then tells Derry, you don't understand. Just as the creeper pops up around the corner. He's like crawling along the wall. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Super creepy of him. Yeah. He gets to Jez, but that's not the smell that he's after. Mm -hmm. So he allows her to live and he finds our siblings hiding in an interrogation room. Mm -hmm. He grabs each of them by the throat and they get a good sniff and a lick. Before he tosses Trish aside. Derry is the one he wants. Yep. Trish, the badass big sister, does everything she can to convince him she's stronger. She's better. I'm the one. Take me. He's a fucking loser. Like, (laughs) you know. But the wings come out and the Creeper goes flying through a fucking window with dairy in hand into the night sky lit by a full moon. Oh. The next morning, still at the station, Trish is picked up by her parents. And as she walks out of the station, she sees the crows flying by. And the camera follows the crows to an old abandoned factory where we hear Derry scream while Jeepers Creepers plays in the background. Oh my gosh. And this is the scene that reminded me kind of um, like Silence of the Lambs when you finally get to go into Buffalo Bill's mm-hmm. like little, I guess his basement, right? So that would have been episode th- 33. Um because we get to see Derry's hollowed out bodysuit mm-hmm. strung up, his eyes gouged out of the socket, and the creeper looks through the holes. Yeah. So. He got himself some new skin. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Jeepers, creepers, where'd you get those peepers? Jeepers, creepers. So fucking you get them eyes? good. Great. Such a good And the first part of it stuck to our case pretty closely. Five for what it needed to get for the case. Mm -hmm. Five for the entertainment on a scale of honey (laughs) boo-boos. Yeah. uh, What was that? Blood and honey? Yeah, blood and honey pots. (laughs) Amazing. Oh, my God. What a great anniversary movie. Uh, Yeah. Five. Woo. I want to rewatch it now. Mm -hmm. It's only been 20 years. Only problem was it was only available on Tubby until Friday. Ah, uh, well, that's you, the way it goes. And you can find it on another streaming site. Wow. I know. Incredible. So, cherry on top, I might have two looks for this week. Mm. Because I wasn't sure, again, like I said, I wanted to do me out of In a, a hole. Mm-hmm, <laughs> out of a hole. And then I was like, well, fuck, maybe I'll do like a reference to the M is for Monk episode, like where I've got the cover 
and you like cut out the little eye. Here, I'll yeah. show you. Mm-hmm. I, I remember what you're talking about. Yeah, so that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. But then I'm like, but it seems too simple. For, for an anniversary episode. So what I'm envisioning is the scene where he's eating off of the severed head. Mm-hmm. So I told you I've got my decapitated head in a bag. Yep. Right. And I walked into your room today. I'm like, I got my head in a bag. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and I've got a wide brimmed hat. Yes. I saw that. I, it took me a second, but I figured it out. I'm like, why the fuck? And I've got a trench coat. Okay. None of the colors work, but hopefully it's dark enough. Or we black and white it, like sepia tone it. Yeah, I'll I'll put it, I'll throw a filter on. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm gonna go stand in the middle of the street, and I'm gonna go suck face with this. Beautiful. Seven. I don't think our my neighbors have seen this in the past year I've lived here. Our old neighbors are used uh, to it. This is old news for them, but <laughs> I think what a way. The amount of times <laughs> when I used to live next door to you that we would be out at like midnight with <laughs> guns drawn. <laughs> Taking pictures next to other people's trucks, not even our own property. There's a tow truck across the street. Don't think yes. I haven't already thought about it. Yeah, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. It's wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the crazy shit that our old neighbors have seen. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. Anyways. So that's what I'm envisioning. Perfect. But Love maybe it. we'll do both. We'll Just, do both. I mean, I'm prepared for both. Why not? Why not? Let's get two birds stoned at once. That's right. <laughs> My heart's beating so fast from the mushrooms right now. I'm having a hard time keeping it together. We're, okay. We had such a great episode. This we killed it. This was a great anniversary episode. We killed we it. We had great shout outs. Thank you guys so much. That For was lovely. We had presents all the way around. We had some kinky. We, we had, had some perfume. mushrooms. We had a perfume review. We had a real life horror movie. The best. From when we were in high school. Yeah. What more do you guys want? I know. <laughs> um, only thing is warning. We might need to take an extra week. Because the next time we're supposed to record, I think we're going to be out of town. So yeah, I think there might be there might LA. be a there might be a summer pause. Just yeah. a warning. But you're going to end on this note, which I know this you're is great. welcome. Yeah. <laughs> This is wonderful. Welcome. (laughs) And if you'd like to leave us a review or a shout out or anything, hey, slide in my DMs. Tell me how terrible you think my take on a court of thorns and roses was. Yeah, would you call their name? What is their Anokis or oh their their acronym? Yeah. Is Aquatar. Aquatar. A court of thorns and roses. Mm -hmm. Aquatar. Um you know, let me know. Otherwise, leave a five star review subscribe i don't even know if there's something to subscribe to i guess there is ring a bell do something you know come on it's been three years i know for fuck's sake and we're gonna go take some pictures in the middle of the road and walk some of these mushrooms out of our system (laughs) so we can be functioning adults tomorrow for our children we are child free tonight so yeah we're gonna try to get this together for our so we can be functioning tomorrow And until then, have a great summer break. And we will see you next time. Adios.